This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey, listeners, check out a new podcast called Yes, Maybe, No with Andrew Streeter and Yeti Blanc. Every week, we'll take a topic from sports, music, and pop culture and break it down beyond the surface. Whether it's the latest hot take or an ongoing story, Yes, Maybe, No will discuss our insights, opinions, and maybe a hot take or two of our own. Will you find us interesting? Will you find us entertaining? Will more people than our mothers listen to us? Yes, Maybe, No! Listen to Yes, Maybe, No. Subscribe, download, rate, review, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Or, uh, download it. And we are back on Lower After Hours. This is Mike Ryan Fan Account. And today we are joined by Christine Lisi. This week, we are thrilled to be joined by the newest member of the Dan Lebitard Show universe, uh, the person that uh, stepped into the terribly unprofessional shoes of one Stugatz uh, and has instantly become beloved for how hard she goes after Dan personally. That's my favorite part. Um, Christine Lisi, uh, thank you again so much for joining us and for spending some time with us. You are... Uh, in my personal record book, as Stugatz would say, you have shot up to the top of my rankings as far as voices uh, on the show and just your personality. Uh, I know the the fans of, of the Dan Lebitard show are, have, have taken to you. I hope they have at least. It seems like they have on Twitter, unless you're strictly retweeting all of the compliments like Dan accused you of. Is that what's going on there? No, um, I know that Stu said that yesterday, and I thought I was just responding to people. Like, I didn't think I was <laughs> I gotcha. everything. Because, like, right. if people send me something nice, I try to put, like, a little smile face or a heart or something like that. But I think he was accusing me of trying to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, give kudos to myself. And I wasn't doing right. that. I don't know if it's that, if that's what I was doing, well, but... That's, that's Stu got that because that's exactly what he would do. He was projecting what he would do onto you because uh, a liar and a crook thinks everybody else is a liar and a crook, right? That's kind of the, that's kind of the game there. So, uh, well, thank you again for joining us. We are going to go out to our very first question asker, Pam at Halloween basic on Twitter. Uh, she's got a baking question for you. Go ahead, Pam. Hi, Christine. Hi, Pam. 
Hi, I don't know if you'll remember me, but we had a conversation a long time ago, back uh, when you were with Marty and McGee only in the mornings, and we talked about the fact that we um, both had Barry Manilow as our first uh, concert experience. Yes, 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 I do remember that, yes. <laughs> Not everybody can say that, so. Um, I was just going to say that, yes. <laughs> my question about baking is, um, my 13 year old daughter and I have followed your baking pod. We, in your blog, we have baked a lot of things that you bake and wondered how you got into baking and do you feel pressure from family and friends and coworkers to provide treats, especially during holidays? Uh, I don't feel pressure. I do. I love to bake. And the, the nice thing is, is that if my husband wants something, I can just bake and he'll have like one or two and then the rest go into work. So nothing ever wastes. So that's why I like to bring everything in. And I just, I like to bake, you know, once a week anyways. Um, so I just try to, I'd like try to make different things. And then I also take requests from people as well. And I'm sorry, Pam, what was the other um, question Just you how you got into baking. Did someone bring you into oh, okay. it or is it just something you've always loved or? Well, all, all the women in my family are bakers, like uh, both of my grandmothers um, and then my mom and, and aunts and everything. So like I've always just, I've been baking since I was little and I just kind of, uh, I kept up with it and it's, it's like one of my favorite things to do. It's a really nice uh, stress reliever as well. I don't decorate well, but I can bake well. I decorate like a two-year-old, but at least the stuff tastes good. <laughs> well, we have loved it. We enjoy very much baking um, everything that you put out there. So thank you so much. Thanks, Pam. All right. Up next, we're going to go out to Cody Cavalry, a.k.a. Drake. Uh, he's got a voiceover work question for you. Go ahead, Drake. Hello, Destroyer of Fat Face. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So my question is, what's one of the coolest slash most rewarding voiceover requests you've had and also one of the weirdest requests you've had? Mm, I think the my favorite thing that I did was um, when we had the World Cup of Hockey a couple of years ago, I got to voice over the billboards uh, for the, the TV broadcasts. And that was really cool because John Bucigras, who is a friend of mine, he recognized me. He didn't know I, I was doing it, but when he heard it, he gave me a little shout out and said, you know, uh, Buffalo Sabres fan extraordinaire, Christine Lisi. So that was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've gotten anything weird, to be honest with you. Nothing strange. Everything's been pretty, uh, you know, pretty normal. Like I do a lot of sports center stuff and then I've done like sports uh, in general, like sports related stuff like that, but nothing weird. Nothing weird or anything. Nobody's so this, asked me to do their voicemail or anything like that. <laughs> so this podcast, we can claim you. We can claim the weirdest request you've ever had. <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll sure. take it. It's not weird, but sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back to you, Crispy. Uh, thanks, Drake. I, I, yeah, I'm honored by that. If we get to be uh, the weirdest request that you've had, you're by far. I. We've had a few play-by-play -play announcers, but I, I would posit that your voice is. Yeah, it's the most professional one that we've had on here to date. So um, while while we're weird to you, you are like you are boosting our professional kind of like take a serious rankings right now. So we just want to we want to thank you for that uh, again. So all right, up next we're going to go out to Jeff in LA. He's got a Lebetard fan question. Go ahead. Hey Christine, it's Jeff. 
Thank Hi, you for joining us. Um, so real quick, before I get to my question, I'd like to disagree with your last answer. Um, what you're doing currently that brought you to here would probably be your weirdest request if I had to guess. <laughs> um, which leads me to my question. Um, did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into as far as Twitter and all of this stuff and crazy fan pods that you've now been invited on to and um, the, just the Levitard universe that you've uh, found yourself in the middle of? No, I didn't. I, I actually didn't have any idea. I was glad it was, it's nice because I've known Dan a long time and it, I know that um, their unit is very special and their fans are very devoted. And I was, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful that they, all the guys accepted me and Allison too, guys and girl. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and the, like all the fans have been very kind to me, like as an outsider coming in, that's been that's been really nice for me, but yeah, I didn't expect any of it. I I was really I was really surprised. Yeah, we're we're an emphatic bunch. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sure. Yeah, emphatic is putting it kindly. Uh, Jeff Jeff was very diplomatic there. Um, <laughs> all right. Up next, we're gonna go to John in Miami. He's got a couple questions for you. Go ahead, John. Hi, John. Is baking um, mainly what you do, or do you uh, do you consider yourself a all around? Um, home cook i think i'm a pretty good cook all around baking is my specialty but i think i'm a pretty good cook all around great so that leads me to this question then what is your um what's the favorite or your favorite dish or dish that you whip up to impress dinner guests i like to i'm i'm italian so i make my own sauce which i think is pretty good and i also make i don't know if you guys some people don't know what this is um brujols, which is like uh you take it's like thin steak and then you sprinkle breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese if you want. You roll it up. It's a little bit of a process and you bake it and then you cook it in the sauce all day and it's really tender and good that way. So I like to wow people with that. Wow. Excellent. That sounds so delicious. <laughs> um, and then I, I just have an unrelated to cooking question uh, just for my general um, edification is the what's the favorite your, your favorite insult that you've hurled at Dan Levitard? <laughs> I don't write those, but um, I think the the one I'm trying to think the ones uh, the ones that make fun of his weight are pretty funny. Uh, and I, of all the end finalies, I think the one that I found actually that I found the funniest was that Yosemite Sam had a real nickname. Like that still makes me laugh that he has an actual nick that he has an actual real name. But I think anything making fun of Dan's weight is pretty funny. We agree uh, wholeheartedly. Much. Thank you, all right Th thank you john all right up next we are going to go to aaron out in memphis uh go ahead aaron christine thank you for joining us i hope you've had a wonderful day i did um well good good so my question is so say you were given the opportunity to do any profession in any city outside of the profession, you, you can't choose the industry you're in now. Any other industry, any other city, what would that be and where? Oh, I think if it was any other city, there, there are two things. I'd like my own cupcake truck or a bakery, which would be pretty cool. Um, I do love where I live now in Connecticut. Um, I think that if I could work for the Buffalo Sabres or the Bills, that would be pretty cool. That would that would be awesome. All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, 
thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. You didn't have to think about that too long. That You had that right at the top of your head, didn't you? Yeah, because I when I got out of college, I did. I wanted to. I wanted to work for one of those organizations, but I, I was I was lucky enough to get into broadcasting. So, uh-huh. when did real quick? When did you know how? Like, did somebody discover your voice? Did you know that you had a voice that was made for for the the airwaves? I think uh, this is kind of funny. When I got to college, um, I I tried out a friend of mine wanted me to go try out for the radio station with her. And, but I only wanted to do news. Like, I don't know if I really have that DJ kind of personality, but she wanted to try out and be be DJ. So Mm -hmm. I went with her and um, the guy made me try out too. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I tried out and I didn't know this because I wasn't interested, but he had actually put me um, as a freshman in one of the high profile DJ spots but I didn't know that. Like, so I missed the shift because I had no idea because I wasn't, I didn't bother to look. I didn't bother to check. And he did tell me his, I think he was a senior. And he said that I had a very nice voice and that he would like, he was trying to convince me. And I was like, no, I have class. You know, I had class two classes right, they right. when the DJ shift was. So, um, but that was probably the first time. Very cool. Very cool. All right. We're going to go out to Steve next. He's got a uh, question. uh, Well, I'll let him phrase it. Go ahead, Steve. How are you doing, Christine? So I have two kind of unrelated quick questions. The first is I kind of ask the people from Connecticut. So I'm from Bristol. So what's your favorite New Haven pizza spot? We actually have a Peppy's here in West Hartford. Yep. Yep. I I go to that one often because it's a lot closer to New Haven. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. That's that's the correct answer. And Luna, too, is pretty good. I don't know if you've been to Luna. Yep. That's yeah, those are all good. good well. But Pepe's is definitely the, the number one. So I appreciate yes. that. Yep. And then so, so my actual question would be, um, what's the most embarrassing on-air mistake you've ever made over your career? <laughs> I don't know. Dan brought that up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was mentioning like that I made a lot of mistakes because I was nervous. I think he was trying to compliment me, but he reminded me of back then when uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot. I, I can't rem- I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure there's. I'm sometimes I think I might uh, mess up my commissioners. Like I think a couple times I've made Gary Bettman the commissioner of the NFL. Um, I've done like little things like that, but I don't know if anything. Can't think of anything like like uh, really funny off the top of my head like that. That's fine. You just keep making fun of Dan, and it'll all go away anyway. <laughs> Stu's got to take more more of my mistakes then, right? (laughs) Thank you very much. So no, no hot shot hit foul moments like Vin Scully had? No. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, that's why you are, I mean, that's why you're at the top of the game. That's why you're on now the, and finally, and update person (laughs) for the most popular radio radio show in America, right? Sports radio. All right, up next, we're going to go to Ant out in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Ant. Hey, Christina, fellow Yankee fan. So, uh, you know, big ups for that, although they're playing like crap now. Yeah, no. We'll leave leave that to the side. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to ask you, you said you'd known Dan for a long time. I wondered, how did you guys meet? Was it through his writing or was it at ESPN or how did that sort of jump off? Uh, It was in radio. Um, When I started doing updates on weekends, I I worked on Saturdays with uh, during Dick Shep's show, which that was amazing. And then Sunday, I 
I didn't think Dan was new, but he told me that he was new too at that time. So this was like in 2000. So that's how, that's how I met Dan. And like, um, we, I mean, he's just so he's funny and he's smart and like his writing is so good. Like, and he was so kind to me. It was just really nice. Like we would do like, I don't know how long you guys have been listening, but he would do like funny stuff, like with the Mm -hmm. audience, like mystery guest and, um, who wants to be an idiot? Like it was funny, like funny, good stuff. And, um, but that's how, you know, and then he, then he just kept rising through the company because they saw in, they saw him to be the star that he is, which is wonderful. Oh, that's sweet. (laughs) All right. Up next, we're going to go to uh, the man who by a long shot has the best voice out of all of us. Uh, One Mr. Uh, Beep count, AKA fart count now uh, on Twitter. (laughs) Go ahead. Beep. Good evening, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us. This is at beep count on Twitter. My question revolves around voiceover work. Before I moved here to Frisco, Texas, I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I kind of lucked into the public address announcer for the Albuquerque Isotopes, AAA Farm Club for the Colorado Rockies. How can someone like me, with a little bit of a background in that, get into voiceover work? I'm trying to think. I would... Can you contact like local radio stations and see if they need anybody to voice over imaging or anything like that? Local TV stations. Um, you could contact like, uh, I know some people go on like freelancer and I think the other website is called Upwork. Um, my personal opinion, I wouldn't pay to join um, websites that want you to pay to like a, like a subscription for like a hundred dollars for the year. And then you just end up like, it's like a mass tryout. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think that doesn't seem right to me, but um, that's what I would do. Like just contact local radio stations, local TV stations, um, and maybe just not even in the city you're in, like outside local sports teams, other local sports teams. Um, That's what, that's what I would do. And then just check like freelancer and Upwork because I think they have uh, some of those opportunities sometime. And even LinkedIn has groups that you could look into. Awesome. Thank you so much. And, And one last quick question. Um, what has been your favorite name to announce or, or say on a, on a broadcast or an Ann Finley? Mm, my favorite. Oh, what, my favorite part of an Ann Finley, the name. Probably no, j- j- just your favorite, like um, uh, athletes name to, to say. Oh. Mm, I don't I'm trying to think. Giannis still makes me a little nervous sometimes. <laughs> I'm always afraid <laughs> I'm going to butcher that one. So sometimes I just call him Giannis. Uh He's got a pretty cool name. I think, I think, I think maybe Giannis. Could, could we get the full, full name uh, right now? Just like in a, in the most professional. <laughs> Antetokounmpo. I don't know if I said it right. A, I always get nervous. Better, like, <laughs> better than what I would do. Greek freak. That's all you got to need. Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I heard somebody call him a uh, feta world peace uh, the other day, which I, 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 I think I'm going to stick with that from now on just so I don't butcher it. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Up next, we are going to go to Barrett, uh, down in Duval. Go ahead, Barrett. Hey there, Christine. So my big interest is what are these behind the scene conversations like with the guys trying to pull you into the show? And also in all this time that you've been doing this, have you ever been a part of a show that's brought your personality into it so much? No, this is the first one that's done that. Um, the conversations, you know, 
Um, I don't have too many because those guys only have like two hours. So I know that they're really kind of trying to cram a lot of stuff into those two hours. So um, I have a little um, conversation with Mike Ryan, the producer, like he'll, you know, we about the end finalies and stuff. And they just like to make sure that I'm, I'm all set with, you know, everything I need for the updates. So not, not too much uh, back and forth with the guys, but if I need to, like I can text them or I can email them or anything like that. I definitely want more Christine, and I think it's almost about time that you just take Stu's spot in the studio altogether. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Barrett. Um, Christine, can would you plug your? Uh, you have a podcast and a baking blog. Is that correct? I do. I do. Um, I haven't been as good with the podcasting stuff because um, my schedule. When my schedule changed, when I started to do this, it, I'm still trying to uh, finagle like trying to figure everything out, you know, because with right. the schedule change and everything. Uh, my baking blog is uh, com. I know I have to work on a better, <laughs> a better one. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's and all good. and I, I think my, hang on, I think my podcast, I, I think I changed the name. Let me see if I can find it. I think it might be, I might have changed it. It was Cookie Talk, but I think I might have changed it to The Bake Boss. If I can, I'm <laughs> That's sorry. A good name. My friends, oh, it says the Bake Boss podcast. So yeah, okay. I think that's what okay. I changed it to. So, so everybody friends- go rate and subscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe and <laughs> and play all of her episodes. Yeah. Uh, you, so you just mentioned your schedule change. How many shows do you do a day? Like who else are you associated with? Um, well, I do Monday through Friday. So I do Dan's show and then I do Mike Greenberg show and then Max Kellerman show. And then I do uh Chine and Mike jr. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you've got a, man, you've got a monopoly on the, the weekday <laughs> radio lineup. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. I, I strictly, uh, I don't know if I should say this, uh, since we're having so many wonderful ESPN guests, I strictly listen to Levitard's show and it's only podcast form. So I don't get a chance to hear on the radio, um, very, very often. Um, like, you know, when your voice would, would be there otherwise. So good to know. All right. Well, up next, we're going to go out to Mike Ryan fan account. He's got a basketball question for you. I believe go ahead. Mike Ryan fan account. Good evening. Hi. If uh, you had to pick uh, one sports mascot to take on five velociraptors in a game of NBA basketball, which one would you pick? <laughs> mascot? That's funny. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> now, this is Christine. Uh, just to give you, just to give you some pointers. This is not about like who could defeat the <laughs> Velociraptors like in like a fight, right? Like yeah. so this okay. is a regulation basketball game okay. that these Raptors, we are assuming they've been genetically bred and engineered okay. to be basketball players. How that okay. works, I do not know. That's just part of the conceit of the question. Okay. Gosh, I'm just trying to think here. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the Toronto Raptors? That's a that's a brilliant answer, Murph. What do you think? That's probably the best answer we've gotten. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Or so. the Bucks, or the Bucks, because it's a deer. I don't know. Yeah, I like. I yeah, go go ahead, Murph. I'm sorry. The deer would probably get eaten, but yeah, some Raptors <laughs> on Raptors action. That'd be some good. That'd be a good seven game series, I think. <laughs> How about the Rockets? 
That's a good one. That doesn't make any sense. I don't even, what is, <laughs> how do the rock, how do you train a rocket to play basketball? That's weird. Um, I think Ant had another question from Brooklyn. Go ahead, Ant. Hi, Christine. I wanted to expand on what you were talking about with John, and I want to hear more about your sauce. Oh not necessarily, I'm Italian as well. So not necessarily ingredients you put in, like I put in a half a cup of this and a cup of this, but yeah. is there anything special? Oh, in, in our family sauce, we added, you know, paprika or something different that gives it, you know, the flavor that you guys uh, go with. As someone who's, like I said, is Italian and also does homemade sauce in his family and homemade pasta and that stuff. Well, my family, we've always done like adding like, um, not necessarily beef broth, but like beef bouillon cubes. Cause, um, uh, my husband prefers like more of a meat sauce as opposed to a marinara. And so I do that. And then like, I find that like when I cook brujol or meatballs in the sauce, it just makes it taste better. And then like, I don't like pepperoni, but my husband does. So I always like buy a big thing of pepperoni and chop it up and put that in there too. So those are like, that. that's my like, that's what my family's always done. Let me give you a short tip. Instead of sure. chopping the pepperoni up and putting in, yeah. sl- get a long pepperoni, slice it halfway and put it in. And it'll just marinate the juices and you won't have to worry about eating around the pepperonis yourself because that's something that my aunt and grandmother used to do. Or salami to get additional flavor, but you don't have to have it in the sauce. You can just marinate it with it. And when you cook and then you pull it out like you would, you know, anything else. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. That's something to try. Sorry. But thank you for answering my question. Somehow this this pod always turns into a food <laughs> podcast. It does not matter. We are all perpetually hungry and we're all in different time zones. So I think depending on what time we record, we're all ready for dinner. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it out to Steve. He's got another question for you. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. So excluding yourself, who would you say were your top three radio voices of all time? Hmm. I think, well, Dan Davis. Um. Probably Vin Scully, who, by the way, just joined Twitter, which I think is awesome. Uh, who would be my third one? You know, I'm going to, like, I'm a Sabres fan, so I'm going to go with Rick Jenneret because he's kooky and funny and, like, I've always loved that guy. So those would be my three. Perfect. Thank you. Wow. No Stugats in that list. That was a glaring, <laughs> glaring, uh, uh, absent, absent name from that. We're, we won't comment. Uh, we won't, we won't, uh, discuss any further, but, uh, next I'm going to throw it back to a beep count. He's got another question for you about hockey. I believe go ahead. Beep. Thanks Crispy. I appreciate it. So other than the Sabres, what is your favorite hockey goal horn song? I don't I guess the Rangers isn't too bad, maybe. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I can't. We do watch a lot of hockey. We have the we have the center ice package, and we actually have on the Flyers Islanders right now. Um, you know, you know the one that I don't like is the Maple Leafs. You make my dreams come true because I just think that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Maple Leafs—they're not only a trash franchise, but they have a trash <laughs> trash goal horn song. So I was like, I'm "What's right that, that song?" <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't actually know what that is for, for people that might not be uh, fans of hockey. So like each team, be, each team has a, a, a song they play whenever yeah. they score a goal, like a one standard song. Yeah. So it, it can change from season to season, but after the home team will, will score a goal, you're, you'll hear their distinct horn. And there's also obviously a celebration song with it. Um, sometimes it can be, you know, like the, the zombie song, sometimes it can be, you know, a celebration. Um, 
the the maple leaves have the just the god awful one uh what is that holland oats <laughs> yeah you make my yeah. dreams come true awful it's weird. awful <laughs> it's um, what's what's the one that got famous on the show uh after the wh- who, who was it st louis that won the stanley cup oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's it yep. that's it okay okay did not realize that's where that came from <laughs> that's a good question all right up next i'm gonna throw it to drake he's got another one for you go ahead drake so christine um one of the guys who kind of helped um us book you is the one and only mikey c um could you give us a little sneak peek behind you guys relationship and give us a reason why he's super underrated at espn as a whole He's awesome. He's a he's such a kind, nice person. His only fault is I would like him to stop smoking. Um, that is the only thing that oh. I would like him to change. But he knows wouldn't, that. Wouldn't he we? Knows all. I care about him. He knows I care about him. So um, he's just a, a wonderful, kind person. Um, he always, although he doesn't eat my treats anymore because he's uh, on a new diet, sort of thing. So he doesn't eat my treats anymore. But he and his mom. Uh, I think they made one of my uh, oatmeal pie recipes, I think it was, and she really liked it. So that made me happy that he was kind enough, you know, to to use one of my recipes and, and do that with his mom. He's just, um, he's good at everything he does. He doesn't, um, if you need something, he's there for you. He's just, a, he's a good person and he's a good coworker. And I'm glad he's my friend. And he's definitely more professional than he gives off on what yes. he does vocally, right? Okay. I just wanted to give him more props than yes. what. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was such a sweet answer, Christine. That's why, that's why the Love It's Hard show has, has, loves you already. All right. Going to throw it back out to Jeff. He's got another question for you. Go ahead, Jeff. All right. Enough of these softballs. You got to get to uh, – some real business here now um i want you to think hard about this is an important question it requires deep insight um pineapple on pizza acceptable or not no no wrong answer (laughs) wow (laughs) only correct answer (laughs) correct well thank you i appreciate it even though you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna throw it back to uh uh, john in miami who i believe agrees with you on that take go ahead john 100 percent um so i i really wanted to know where you stood on the boneless chicken wing being um um, and wanted basically to bar restaurants wanted to them to pass uh, I guess an ordinance uh, that would bar restaurants from calling boneless chicken wings chicken wings because um, they aren't. They Are you bones. pro or against? <laughs> and they, yeah, um, they're they're just chicken breasts that have been cut up and and battered and fried, but they're tenders. Or is he? I think he he said you can call them anything you want. You can call them saucy nuggets if you want, um, but not not uh, boneless chicken wings. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they, they would be tenders, I guess, right? I don't think you could call them boneless chicken wings. Because that's kind of, seems like a, <laughs> it would be opposite of what they are. I don't know. I think wings have to have bones in them, right? Absolutely. It's 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 a, um, uh, like a bait and switch. It's, it's a uh, marketing scam in yeah. where, um, you know, 
And so that, I think that's his point. And so well, you would be for that. You would, you would, would you go into a council meeting and, and try to um, get such an ordinance? I don't know if I would do that, um, but I would support it. I would sign something. You brought a little petition to my house. I'd sign that. I don't know if I would be right as involved to go Very to a council good. meeting, but I would sign it. Wow. I thought there was a, a ban on uh, politics at ESPN. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, John. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't think y'all no, were right. was, political I, matters. I just wanted um, to, to mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to also ask if she would <laughs> likely sign a petition for um, no pineapple on pizza. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. Right okay. Answer. John, John, enough out of you. Enough. Okay. Uh, up next, we are going to go out to Lou, uh, AKA Bruce and Stales. Go ahead, Lou. Hello. How are you doing today? Hi, Lou. So, uh, keeping with, uh, our theme of the Lauer after hour and finally for being on the Lauer after our hour, uh, we made you a hat. <laughs> Thank you. That's it awesome. The, Thank you. I don't know if you can see it. It says, I'm sorry, Christine, we interrupted you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I, I hope you're a, you're a bucket type of uh, lady hat because for some reason I thought that this would fit you better than a baseball cap. And so if it's not, I can make you a different one. But if this, uh, you can get with someone and we'll send this out to you. That works great. That works great. Thank you. No problem. Fantastic. Thank you, Lou. All right. Uh, I'm going to throw it back to Barrett down in Duval. He's got another question for you. Go ahead, Barrett. Back to the whole hardball question thing. If you had to pick five sauces, that would be the only five sauces for the rest of your life, and you could get them as little squirt dispensers on your fingers, what would they be? Um, well, I'm going to pick uh, spaghetti sauce. Um. Hot fudge, does that count? Absolutely. Caramels? You are you are already <laughs> so far. We had one guy say salt, so like. I <laughs> yeah, spaghetti sauce. I did that. That is off the board, uh, completely. And then maybe caramel, and then hot sauce, and barbecue sauce. Thank so you so much. A little so sweet much, and Christine. salty. That was perfect. That was the best list we've gotten. <laughs> Do you have a sarcastic friend in your group named Jeff? Then go to shop.lowerafterhours.com and find them the perfect gift. Who's got another lightning round question for her? We'll just open it up uh, to, to anybody who's got one. What markets have you been in? Oh, let's see. I've been uh, in Hartford and Springville. Springfield, I'm sorry, Springfield, Massachusetts, Hartford, Connecticut. And I also did um, a little stringer work uh, for in Buffalo, New York. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christine, I have a question for you. Um, so do you like sushi? I don't. I've never had okay, it, so I well can't then, really say that, but. Ah, well, then this is a never mind, I suppose. But okay, <laughs> very well. <laughs> what like, about John Moran? Did he won Rookie of the Year? Yeah, yeah. How how amazing is he, and how 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 quickly will he become the greatest player to ever play basketball? He's incredible. Um, I don't know uh, if you know he'll he'll be the greatest, but like he will definitely. I mean, I don't see why he can't be like a top fifty, right? I mean, he's a, he was amazing this year, and I think we got cheated by only you know 
being able to see him for part of the season. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and we didn't get to really see him. Like, it'd be nice to see him play like at this point where all eyes are on the playoffs, you know, like that's, that's when I think like a lot of guys really get to shine and we get to see, you know, what they're made of, like in all, in all sports. But, you know, I think that would have been a, a neat thing, but he's, he's something to watch. And it's nice that um, a kid from a mid-major could make such a big name for himself. I think that's awesome. I love that. I went to a state school, so I'm, I'm not like a, uh, I didn't go to a big, you know, school with like a hundred thousand people at a football game. So I'm a big, uh, I love, I love people coming from like smaller schools. Right on. All right. I'm going to throw it back to beep count. He's got another question for you. Go ahead. Beep. So just to follow up on that one, would you say that he is better than Luka Doncic? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's I'm more of a hockey fan than a basketball person, but I wouldn't, I don't Luke know. Luca's definitely more of a hockey name anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if, um, <laughs> gosh, because they're so, they're so different. They seem so different um, in how they play. I don't know if I could, could say one is definitely better than the other. That's a tough call for me. You, you could. You could just say Luca. <laughs> okay. You could definitely just say Luca. Um, okay, all right, all right. Y'all, y'all ease up, ease up. Come on now. So my, my actual question is here, Christine, what is your second favorite TV show? Not your first. Mm, it might be uh, How I Met Your Mother. That'll work. Good Thank choice. You. Good choice. All right. I'm going to throw it uh, to, back to Lou. He's got another question for you. Go ahead, Lou. Hello. Uh, I would like to know the first time you met Stu Gatz and what lie he told you. <laughs> I, you know, it was just, was it? I think it was in the past year that he was in Bristol. And like, it's funny though, because I think because uh, you have so many interactions with people over the air that when you finally meet them, it feels like you've known them forever. Like he came up and he hugged me and like he and Roy, at, I think he and Roy and Chris were in Bristol for like a week. And like, he came up and hugged me and then Chris came in. He's like, do you want to do, uh, I think I did some and finalies for them or I read the news for them. And uh, no, he didn't. Uh, there were no fibs told, but uh, he was just, he was very, very uh, kind. So it was nice to meet him in person. It's kind of neat when you just have an interaction over the radio with people like to actually, you know, see them on campus and meet them in person. After you've heard somebody's voice for a long time, do you build, do you do the thing that everybody else does where you build a mental image of them? And then do they ever pan out to look like the, the mental image that you had? No, no, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, you meet somebody, you're like, wow, that voice in you. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't kind of pick <laughs> right. that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kind of pick that, you know, or even seeing like um, uh, even how some uh, TV people talk, you know, once they open their mouths, you're like, oh, okay. You know, like sometimes, <laughs> like you say, you wouldn't pair that voice with that person. Sure, but, sure. Yeah. And particularly with having a voice as good as yours, like when you, you see somebody on television and, and their voice isn't as good as yours, you, you, you probably have a little bit of a pride in that, right? A little bit of like professional, like I, I sound better than you. Well, I, think that <laughs> <laughs> I just try to, I think um, everybody has their own strengths, you know, like right, um, right. people are, people are good at, some stuff and some people are better, you know, than others. Sure, sure, sure. I'm yeah. being, I'm being snarky. I don't oh, really, I know. I know. I didn't, I didn't think you actually <laughs> felt that way. All right. I'm going to throw it back to Pam. She's got another question for you. Go ahead, Pam. Hey, so Meredith and I were just chatting and she's getting a little bit more brave and entering the Zoom. She wants to know when and how you met your husband. 
Uh, I met my husband, let's see, we've been together 22 years. So um, this is, it's a neat story. Like there's a, a reservoir in West Hartford and like I was uh, walking one way and he was rollerblading the other and I had a Buffalo Sabres shirt on and you don't see many of those out here. So he's, uh, my husband's played hockey his whole life. Like he still plays. And I think he's, I don't know if he started playing when he was six. He's been skating since he was like three or four. And uh, so he's like, he stopped and he's like, Buffalo Sabres. And then we just kind of, we talked. And then um, cause the, each loop of the reservoir is like, I don't know if it's a half hour or something like that. So we just ended up talking and then we went to the movies and then we just kind of like went on a couple dates and that was it. So hockey brought us together is what I'm saying. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Sure. That is so sweet and also amazing that he was rollerblading. And uh, what a, like, that's such a meet cute. That's such a, uh, like a romantic comedy meet cute. I love it. Love it. All right. Now we are going to throw it out to our foreign correspondent. I believe she's back home in front of her mic now. Go ahead, Morgan. Hi, guys. I'm so sorry. That was awful of me. Um, yeah, to watch me drive home. Um, Christine, <laughs> I'm a massive fan of baking. Um, if I was to want to make one of your recipes tonight, which one would you recommend that I make? Um, and that will be my task for the day. I know my, uh, I think my roommate from college, she told me she liked uh, the dark chocolate brownies because those are something that you can just kind of make. Like I like cookie. I'm kind of crazy when it comes to cookies and stuff because I like them to chill because I want them puffy and perfect looking. I don't want flat cookies. So I don't know how late or how early it is where you are. Um, if you it, time, it doesn't matter. It's, it's in the future. So. Okay. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, I think like if you want to do one of the chocolate chip cookie recipes, that'd be good. But then uh, like my college roommate did say that she likes the dark chocolate brownies because they're pretty easy. Okay. So. And you don't have to decorate them. So that also helps. Nope. Nope. And my husband would tell you to put extra chocolate chips in the batter before you bake them. I think that's like a prerequisite. If you're putting <laughs> yes. chocolate chips in, then you should add different kinds of chocolate and you should double it each time. Yes. Yes. Um, have you ever had fairy bread? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So this is why I wanted to get home in time so I could make some fairy bread and show you. Look, it's very difficult. Um, so I'm just going to take – I'll move my camera. I'm just going to take some bread. Usually you use normal plain white bread, but I've got fancier bread for today, unfortunately, that you have to peel apart. And I've ripped it. So that's going well. I'm not exactly Nigella Wilson yet. So you add butter to bread, which is like a unique thing to do. And then you add hundreds and thousands, like sprinkles to bread. Wow. And this is a staple at every Australian birthday party until you die. It better be at my wake. Um, wow <laughs> that would just be on brand um so this is what you do and it will stick to the bread like so and you shake them off before you put them on a the serving dish obviously and you don't break the bread but it is delicious delicious that looks awesome i would think it's, kids would love that because of the sprinkles yeah right? and and because it's like a nostalgic thing like you don't mm-hmm. people don't have it for lunch it's just yeah. like it's a birthday party food here and so anytime, even as an adult, you see it, you're like, yes, fairy bread. So that is my cooking tip for you. And I will make awesome. your brownies tonight. Good. Very good. 
Thank you. That very is much. delightful. I think we are all super curious about fairy bread now, and we're probably if if we have uh, sprinkles in our cabinets at home, I think we are all after this uh, Zoom call <laughs> going to go try that. So thank you, Morgan, for all making us slightly fatter uh, after this Zoom call. Much obliged. All okay, right. I, I'm gonna- I also I also recommend Vegemite Crispy. Have have another try. Oh gosh, Christine, have you ever tried Vegemite? Mm-mm, nope. Oh man. Um, I, I don't know that I recommend it's it's an experience. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's definitely, definitely an experience. Okay, I'm going to throw it uh, out to Ant. He's going to round our questions out for us. Uh, go ahead, Ant. Hi, Christine. So I wanted to circle back to the show for a second with the end finallys. Is there one that you read and you were just horrified? Like, oh my God, do I really have to read this one? Or was there any that you said, guys, I can't, this is too much. Can you come up with another one? No, I've always read them. Um, I think that when they when they make fun of Dan Suede, that's just uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. That's a little hard for me. But um, no, I have. There's there's not been one that I was like, oh, I can't read this. So I hope I do them justice. That's what you know. That's what I want to do. As long as I do them justice, that's what that's what I'm aiming for. Well, first I like to say you absolutely do them justice. But I'd also say you're taking over for Stu. So you've raised the bar significantly since, uh, since we've moved to this place. And we hope it stays because you really are excellent. And we thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Christine, that is going to do it for us. Uh, could we, uh, we, can, we can edit this part out. Is there any way, do you, do you have the, the, the chat available in front of you? The Zoom chat? I think so. Oh, okay. And finally, if you combine all of these faces on this Zoom call, they'll still be smaller than just Dan's. <laughs> Christine Lisi, thank you so much for that. That was an absolute delight. You are the best. I am so thrilled that you are part of the show now and that the fans have gotten to know you and hopefully this interview will allow them to get to, to know you a little better. Um, uh, on the count of three, can I get a thank you, Christine, from everybody? One, two, three. Thank you, Christine. That was wonderful. That was perfect. Thank you for sticking with us. We like, as you can see, we we've got people like in all sorts of different time zones and stuff. So it's a little bit of a, a moving target that we we have when we record. But you are an absolute delight. Thank you very much, and, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you, you guys too. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.